country that this world has ever seen. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome to part two of How to Save America. We're just going to jump right into it. Um, most likely, you will have just heard my thoughts on how we got here, where we are now, and now I want to talk to you about what I think needs to happen in the future. So let's start with Joe. All right, guys, listen up. I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me right now. Did you know the price of beef is off the charts? Did you know that? Did you know that Good Ranchers, yes, the company that saved this podcast from elimination, from being destroyed, is literally under attack now by leftist cancel culture crazies because they dare stand up for free speech. They dare support conservative voices and they dare support 100% meat, American meat. That's right. Empty shelves, Joe. Empty shelves, Biden is responsible for there being no meat in the aisles, no chicken in the aisles, no beef, no nothing. And on top of that, the price of beef is off the charts. Good Ranchers supports 100% the American rancher, 100% American beef, chicken, and they need our help. Right now, you need to go to goodranchers.com slash gram. That's right. Goodranchers.com slash gram, offer code gram, because they're under attack. And every single one of you claims all the time that you want to support the companies that support us, that's co- that support American voices, that support the American way of life. Well, now is your time to get off your butt and do so because they need your help right now. Support the companies that support Americans. Support the companies that support not inflating the price of beef because they're morons in the White House. Support the companies that support 100% non-China meat. Support the companies that support us. I need each and every one of you to go to goodrangers.com slash Graham right now. First of all, things in the future. Again, and I cannot say this enough, and I really hope that this takes hold in your mind and you see what I'm trying to say. The freedom to question, the freedom to choose. Freedom to question, freedom to choose. One more time. Freedom to question, freedom to choose is what we should be fighting for on a national level. And, and again, I'm dumbing down a lot of things, right? Like at the end of the day, you may have a lot of symptoms if you're feeling sick, but there's one specific thing that's making you sick, right? You can have all these other symptoms and all these other things. Well, that's what I think is happening in America is we have all these symptoms of all this stuff. But at the end of the day, the one thing we're not fighting for as Americans, either left or right, is the freedom to question and the freedom to choose. From the very beginning, I believe you should have the the ability to call somebody stupid. I believe you should have the ability to call somebody intelligent. I believe you should have the ability to agree with people. I believe that you should have the ability to absolutely disagree with those people. And then, big shocker, three, four years down the road, maybe those people change their mind or they've changed their thought process about something. And then maybe you find common ground and then, shockingly, maybe even you you agree on something. But we get mad, you know, that they dig up those old videos of Joe Rogan, you know, because the COVID misinformation thing didn't work. So they're like, okay, well, if that didn't work, all right, we're going to make him racist. So we're going to find something. And they dig way back in your past to find what you've done. 
Well, this is called opposition research, just so you guys know. And in the political world, you do this all the time, right? I mean, like, this is just, this is the game. This is the whole point. If if you've got people running for office, you do opposition research on them. You look for anything and everything you can find. Either true or not, it doesn't matter. Anything that you can twist and turn to gain an advantage from a court of public opinion, right? You don't take into context the, the, the decade that it was in. You don't take into the context uh, what the topic actually was. I mean, I had people literally take a video that is my most viewed video ever, um, and it was pro-Jesus, and they took 16 seconds out of a seven-minute clip and tried to say that I hated religion and hated Christians and hated the church. Literally, that was the title of the article. Graham Allen hates Christians. What I'm trying to tell each and every one of you is conservatives, or excuse me, Republicans, or, or, or whatever you want to call it. You see, we have our own pronouns too. I'm a conservative. I'm not a Republican. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like offend you or say, well, be sure that you don't do it again because I'm a conservative, not a Republican. Or, oh, I'm an America first Republican. How dare you? Call? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize that we actually had all of these allocated things. We have our own pronouns. <laughs> we do. And some of you may be thinking like, oh, crap, you're right. I know I'm right. <laughs> I know because I deal with it every day. The attack on Joe Rogan was about power. That's it. Power and influence. CNN averages 810,000 viewers. Joe Rogan averages 11 million. It's about power because he's too powerful. I've said it once and I'll say it again. Joe Rogan will be kicked off Spotify. It will happen. You know, that's another thing. So let's talk business for a minute. And when I say business, I, I, I more mean strategy of it all. So a lot of people would be like, you know, back in the day, uh, a lot of people ask, you know, Graham, why don't you do the rants like you used to do them anymore? Well, one, I can't use the Eminem track for monetary reasons, right? Like, you know, once you get so big, Eminem starts paying attention to the fact that, wow, this guy is actually like famous and, you know, his shtick, if you will, is using a karaoke version of my Real Slim Shady song. See what I'm saying? It just becomes more difficult. That's why. I mean, it's as simple as that. <laughs> uh, I don't particularly want to go to court against Eminem. That's not me backing down. That's not me cowering down. It's I don't need an Eminem karaoke track to get my message across. That was a that was a gimmick. That was a, a shtick. That was a a thing to get your attention in the beginning. Doesn't mean that I don't believe any of the things I said, but it's just the way that it is. Also. Um, the thing you also have to think about is I can't, I can't make the same jokes that I used to back then. You know, like I can think of a, uh, I can think of a, a, a skit I did for Halloween one time. And it was this, uh, this opening skit for a rant that I did about Halloween. And it started off with me getting a phone call and I answer it. And on the other end, it's a guy wearing like the ghost face like scream mask and he's like is this Graham 
blah, 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 blah. And, he's, you know, and then we go back and forth and all this other kind of stuff. And basically, you know, <laughs> through the through the thing, I'm like, uh, what are you doing? And, you know, the, the bad guy's like, I'm protesting. And then I say protesting, but it's Tuesday. Don't you have like a job? And we go back and forth and, you know, and all this other kind of stuff. And it's a really humorous kind of thing. But I can't do that now because if I were to make that skit, like, like, for example, okay, you know, everybody's all about the White House and the, you know, uh, there's the memes going around right now where it's the pawn shop guys and the, the, the person saying, can I get ivermectin? And the pawn shop guy goes, best I can do is free crack pipes. <laughs> and then there's another one that's got like an old Dave Chappelle clip of him like breaking in the White House looking for crack. And Facebook and Instagram and all of them are fact checking those those memes, those jokes. So see, the old Graham would have, I'd have had a heyday with that. I got a green screen now. I'd have had me legit in the White House. Like, you get a crack pipe, you get a crack pipe, everybody gets a crack pipe. And it would have been hilarious to do it. It would have gotten the political point across that it's ridiculous that um, the Oscars doesn't require vaccination to go to the Oscars. But your children have to wear masks in schools and they're giving out crack pipes at the White House. But I can't do that anymore. Because fact checkers make it to where you can't even, you you can't do those things. If you do those things, then you get demonetized, you get strikes against your account, and eventually they will delete you. So everybody's always like, oh, well, you got to stand up to the man then, and you got to do this. All right, well, let me ask you something. How many of you have parlor accounts? How many of you have getter accounts? And now there's things coming out about getter. Oh, well, they took money from the Chinese and blah, 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 blah. Everybody, Telegram, literally. Telegram. Everybody was all about Telegram. Oh, you got to go to Telegram. Well, Telegram just deleted 67 channels. Are you supporting these other things? What about Rumble? Well, Rumble just went, you know, like like they're joining with these uh, companies and all this other kind of stuff. I mean, at, at some point, who, who, where do you go? What do you do? What's the right answer? Please tell me, oh, knowing ones, what you think the best thing to do is is the best thing to do literally say screw facebook and then you lose the ability to even speak to you guys or is the better thing to do learn how to do it within the system learn how to okay adapt all right okay i can't do that anymore even though it's freaking hilarious but they won't let me do that um, so, okay, well, I'm just going to do live feeds and we're going to talk about the issues instead of my opinion of the issues. These are the facts. This is what's going on. If you want my opinion, you got to go to my podcast, right? Like that's how we've been doing it. Um, okay. I can tell you, uh, 10% of the social media audience listens to this podcast. Now that's still a massive, massive podcast. And I thank you guys so much for the success of this show, but it's still only 10%, 10% listen to the podcast where I can say and do whatever I want for now. However, this whole Joe Rogan thing makes you think, good Lord, how long until they start censoring Spotify is already going to put labels on stuff, right? Okay. Well, how long until Apple, 
podcast and Spotify and all this stuff start coming after the conservative shows. If they're going after Joe Rogan, I promise you they're fixing to come after us. How long? How long do I have? You know, everybody's like, oh, push everybody to the RSS feed of the podcast because they can't censor you there. Are you sure? Because they're trying to do it now. Um, Grow your text messaging list so I can talk to you guys, blah, 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 blah. But when I try to talk to you guys, a lot of you don't know this, the carriers, Sprint, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, all these people won't let me send the message if the message contains certain keywords like Biden, economy, COVID, etc., etc., etc. See, do, do you see what I'm getting at here? So everybody's talking about, you know, ooh, I can't believe you're still on Facebook. I can't believe you're still on Instagram. Why aren't you doing everything on your own and creating your own network and your own servers and your own broadcasting stations and investing millions upon millions and millions of dollars for us? Well, what are you doing to help? Professor, I'm curious. And this isn't a wine session. This is a wake up session. Okay. Is the right attitude to have burn it all down to where there's no conservative voices, period? Is that the answer? I'm asking, honestly. Please let me know. Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. All knowing ones, let me know. I'm open to criticism. I'm open to constructive criticism. I'm open to learning. I will never be against learning and doing things better. But so many people have so much to say about everything. But they have no solutions about actually how to do it. All right, guys, listen, inflation is it now at 7.5%, the worst since Ronald Reagan 40 years ago. In his own words, inflation is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Right now, your retirement accounts are under attack thanks to the inflationary policies of this administration. That's why I partnered with Birch Gold. Listen, maybe you've saved 10 grand. Maybe you've saved a lot more than that. Biden is going to kill your savings. This is not a money-making scheme. This is about protecting what is yours by investing in gold, silver, and precious metals. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your savings. Text G-R-A-H-A-M to the number 989898 now to get a no-cost, no-obligation info kit. This comprehensive 20-page guide reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can buy them under the umbrella of a tax-sheltered account. Plus, when you buy before the end of February, Birch Gold will send you a signed copy of my book, Dear America. So, what do you got to lose? The answer is nothing. Text the word Graham to 989898. That's G-R-A-H-A-M to 989898. Now... Kim Klasick. I have no, I don't know Kim Klasick. I've never even spoken to Kim Klasick. I've got, you know, I've, I I know that Candace Owens and Kim Klasick had a big old feud and I see why. But Kim Klasick ran in a district that there was zero chance that a Republican was going to flip the seat. Zero. 
But her video went super mega viral. She ended up making like eight or raising, not making. That's a horrible way to say it. We've already talked about that in the past episode. I don't know how much money Kim Klasik made. I don't know any of that. What I'm talking about is purely the numbers and purely the facts. Okay. We got all this national media attention about this candidate named Kim Klasik. Millions. I want to say it was like $8.9 million for a congressional run. Crazy. In a seat that she got destroyed in because there was never, ever, ever any chance of any kind in any way that she was going to win that seat. So all that time, energy, effort, and money was wasted. That's what I'm saying. Causing fake outrage over things that are never going to change anything. So how do we save America? That is the question. Well, I'm telling you right now that the reality of things is this. we got a lot of good candidates running right now. Uh, unfortunately, because this is a redistricting year, I think a lot of those candidates are fixing to get screwed. And it's going to be much more difficult to win than you think it is. And even if they do, even if the, I don't know, 10 candidates that I can think of that are running for Congress and Senate, because there's only 10 that I know of. Okay, and I know a lot. And let, let me put it to you like this, and you can take this as a cocky thing to say or not. I really don't care. If I don't know who you are, you're not making enough waves. Okay, I think that's pretty fair to say at this point. If I haven't heard of you, uh, you ain't winning. <laughs> and, and, and even if you did win, you're just going to become these limp, Republicans that don't do anything and get anything accomplished. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry if that offends anyone, but that's just the truth. Okay. It's just the truth. I talk to congressional candidates and I talk to congressmen and senators all the time. If you're not getting attacked by CNN, if you're not getting on Fox and Newsmax and all these other things, what are you doing? What are you actually getting accomplished? Oh, well, we vote. Uh, 99% conservative and da, 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 da. Shut up. No one cares. Okay. Shut up. Nobody cares. Okay. The average American citizen has no clue what's being voted on, has no clue what's being debated, has no clue what is going on 24 seven. So are you really actually doing anything that actually helps the American people in the first place? The answer is no, you're not. So the first thing that I think that needs to happen is we need to realize as Americans that D.C. is not the symptom. Oh, excuse me. I said that wrong. That D.C. is not the virus and what's happening in our states is the symptom. It's the exact opposite. So first step of how you save America is you have to focus on where you actually live. How many of you go to the parent-teacher meetings? How many people go to the school board meetings? How many of you are running for city council? How many of you are running for state rep, state senate, etc.? I, I, I was the same way. I was the same person. I'm like, I'm not running for that. That's a nobody seat. Why would I do that? Because we need to shift the power away from big government. Why does the entire country know 15 congressmen and women out of 435 or whatever it is. Can you name a single state rep that's not yours or state senator 
Do you know who every single governor is in a state, or do you only know Greg Abbott in Texas, Ron DeSantis in Florida, uh, and Christy Nome in South South Dakota? Oh, oh, excuse me, and Gavin Newsom in California because he's horrible, right? Because they're national news. Do you? Because if you don't, then those are problems, right? They are. They're problems. <laughs> the fact that you know congressmen and congressmen and women and senators from other states, but you don't even know who your state rep is? Do you not see the issues there? So there's first and foremost. You have to start paying attention to what is actually happening around you. I got so mad the other day because I got a buddy whose kids are in public school and they don't have to be in public school. You know, they have the money, right? I'm like, oh, you know, that's not happening here. Eh, you know, I was in public school and I'm fine. Yeah, this ain't 20 years ago. It's crazy out there. Take back control over your kids and their education. Okay, my kids... We just got in an argument with my oldest the other day, crying and upset because all his friends have iPhones and blah, 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 blah. Well, guess what? You ain't getting one. Why not? That's not fair. So-and-so gets this. Well, I ain't so-and-so's dad. And I know what's out there. And the answer is never gonna happen. Well, Graham, you know, there's going to come a point where your child's going to have to have a phone for the safety of the child. What if they what if they get a job and they need to travel in this? I had a job and there wasn't no cell phones. You you had a job and there wasn't no cell phone. But I agree. You know what? Fine. Yeah. If they're traveling up and down the road because they got a job, they need a phone. OK, my child and my children will get flip phones. They can call me. And they can call or text me. They're not getting on the internet. They're not watching YouTube. No. No, no, no. Take back control of your freaking kids because most of you are lazy parents. Sorry, it's the truth. Oh, it's easier just to give them what they want. You know, oh, it's just YouTube and blah, 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 blah. Take back your children. Take back being parents sack up or i don't know what women say chest up well i don't know whatever you say and become parents again who cares if your kids are mad at you it ain't your job to be their freaking friend it's your job to be their parent and if you're their parent and you love them they will be your friend when they are adults the end the end Next, and this is the most important one, and honestly, this is the most dangerous one to attempt here moving forward, but we have to understand that there's 360 million people in America. Even if we take back the House, the Senate in 22 and then Trump comes back in and wins the presidency in 24, which is what I will fight to help ensure, by the way. You have to remember that over half the country is not going to agree with you, and they're going to hate it. America's too big. America is too big. There's too, America's too diverse 
for everyone to believe the same thing at the same time. Do I believe that conservatives have the right track? Yes, I do. Because unlike the left that believes that you you should destroy anyone who disagrees with you, conservatives believe that, you know, there should be less government, that that should be more on the state level, that our rights and our freedoms as Americans are not up for debate. However, there is a group of Republicans, or excuse me, there is a group of conservatives popping up that if you don't toe the line the exact right way on everything, and again, I need you to separate politicians from everyday Americans that I'm talking about here, okay? Because that's what we have forgotten how to do. Your local business owner is now a politician, and you treat them as such. Oh, well, (laughs) so-and-so at the beginning of the pandemic shut down because they're cowards and they're traitors. No, that's not true. That's not true. Do I believe we should have shut down? Absolutely not. I never shut down, ever, and I never will. I still, to this day, have not flown on an airplane because I refuse to put a mask on. But expecting every single person to do that exact same thing, that's stupid. It, it's like me saying, well, every single person needs to put their kid in private school or homeschool right now. Or you need to have your kids taken away from you because you don't love your kids. That's pretty dumb, don't you think? Do, now, do I believe that everybody should pull their kids out of public school and homeschool their kids and take back their children? Yeah, I do. I really think that that would help a lot of things. Is that doable? No. School choice is a great idea. I'm pro school choice. Am I negating the absolute freaking nightmare that it would be once we get to school choice and I pray that we do? No. Expectations versus reality. I have an idea for a nine-figure business. It's going to be great. It's going to make $100 million a year. Oh, you mean it cost $50 million to run a $100 million a year business? Oh, it takes like 200 employees to run a $100 million a year business? Oh, insurance for that kind of stuff is millions of dollars a year? Oh, I have like 10 active lawsuits against me because I make $100 million a year? Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't realize all of that. We have to realize that there are things that we don't understand how they work. And that you don't know everything about everything. I for sure don't. Now, am I telling you not to speak your mind? Absolutely not. Whoopi Goldberg's an idiot. But as much as I hate her, I don't think she she that she should be fired. I I, I don't. Because let the idiot speak. But let the non-idiot speak on equal platform. I am, I am pro, if people want to be an idiot, let them be an idiot. And if people are so stupid that they believe the idiot, let them believe the idiot. But we need to fight for the same equality of speech and freedom to question and freedom to choose for the right and the left. Let them talk. Let them be idiots. I hate the Young Turks. I think they're a bunch of treacherous freaking morons. But you know what? Hey, say what you're going to say. 
They talk about me all the time. Say it. I don't care. Say say, say what you want to say. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. You say what you're going to say. And we'll let the people decide who they believe and what they think and who they're going to listen to. That's what you should be doing. It's no different than, okay, so-and-so got behind this political candidate. So because they got behind him, I'm going to jump behind him. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know that person. Who is I, I've never spoken to that person before. I don't know who they are. I Nobody does their research. Nobody nobody thinks. Nobody does anything. It's just reactive. We can't be reactive. We have to be on the offense. And sometimes being on the offense means that you're offensive. There's a difference between being offensive and being on offense than being aggressive and knee-jerk. can't knee jerk can't the, the left is smart man they are smart that is our biggest mistake the biggest mistakes in war is underestimating the enemy right we underestimate the democrats we're like these people are crazy there's no way that people would believe them guess what they believe them i've got my in-laws well never mind well, no. Okay, fine. I'll say it. My in-laws know someone who is leaving their general vicinity of where they live for the first time in two years. They all know who their son-in-law is. They do not agree with me at all. This person. I have had multiple interactions with that person, and we've never had a problem personally. I think that that person is a good person. I think that I don't agree with what they think. Um, there are people that have legitimately not left their subdivisions or their homes or their apartments or their condos in two years. Yes, those people exist. And guess what? There's a lot of them. So I'm going to close this up. How do we save America? We have to get back to remembering what being an American actually means. It does not mean that you get along. It does not mean that you agree. It doesn't even mean that you like each other. It's nothing to do with that. Ben Franklin was hated by a lot of folks. I don't know if you've done any research into the Founding Fathers at all. Ben Franklin was pissing everybody off day in, day out, all the time. George Washington, they tried to get him removed as the leader of the of the of the of the of the mil well, I guess the militias to fight in the Revolutionary War, they tried to get him gone three times. <laughs> we romanticize all this crap. Being an American means it's just like siblings. You may fight every single freaking day, but the one thing that you cannot stand for is enemies foreign or domestic that threaten the rights and the freedoms of Americans, not Republicans, not Democrats, not conservatives, not leftists, not independents, not Patriot Party, not uh, Democratic Socialist of America or whatever the crap they're called. None of that. Being an American, that's why I love 912 United, man. That's why I love it. That's why I love it.
because it's supposed to be about the day that none of that mattered, which was September 12th, 2001. I do. I believe it fundamentally in my soul that 1776 is what started America, but 912 is what will continue America. Don't tread on me, started America. Make us will continue America. Freedom to question and the freedom to choose doesn't always mean that you will be exempt from <laughs> from consequences of your choices. And freedom to question and freedom to choose doesn't mean you fight for that for only the people that will agree with you. As difficult as that may be. Now, in closing, last but not least, what does that mean for me? What are we going to do? What am I going to do? Well, I am going to continue the fight to be the voice for those that do not have it. I'm going to continue to blatantly and unapologetically fight for American First Principles, fight for the Second Amendment, fight for pro Life, fight for the unborn, fight for your freedom to question and your freedom to choose. And if I make you mad along the way, I do not care because my purpose and my mission, what drives me is to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And you can choose to stay or you can choose to go. Am I going to get it right every time? Nope. Am I going to get it wrong a lot of times? Maybe. Am I going to get it right a lot of the times? Possibly. But I'm going to be who I am. And I'm no longer going to care. (laughs) Once again, I'm no longer going to care if I hurt your feelings or not. And no matter if we disagree (laughs) with politics or not, I will be there to fight for every American's freedom to question and their freedom to choose. That's all I have for these episodes, guys. I hope you have enjoyed diving deep into my brain. We've got a lot of fighting left to do, ladies and gentlemen. The battle is not over. It has only just begun. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I appreciate it. Everyone here appreciates it. Thank you guys so much. And we'll see you all again next time.